Warning, what you're about to hear was intended to make you laugh a lot. If you listen to the show and feel inspired, then that's awesome. But if you're easily offended or just can't take a joke, you should turn this off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit up and hang on. Welcome to the Get Up. All right, well, welcome to The Get Up. I'm your host, JP. Today, with me, providing the opening music that you're listening to right now, I love the guitar, so, is Kim. And Kim, you go by, or your music name is Tetra Music Project, right? That's correct. All right. What's up, Tetra in the house, y'all? Hey, how's it going? Awesome. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Doing good? Feeling good, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I love the guitar, so I'll how I... First of all, what do you got to plug? All your stuff. You got a website, all the... Yeah. Yeah, Um. basically, I'd check out www.tetramusicproject.com. You can pretty much find whatever site you're looking for, like, through there. Um, just check into the home base and then, like, find your SoundCloud, find your Spotify. Um, I'm on all the streaming services, so whether you use, like, Apple Music or uh, Deezer or whatever, um, I'm on, I should be on there. If you can't find it, just search Tetra Music Project. It's usually a good place to go. All right. So now I'll intro, intro how I came to know you uh dmtv i was doing the appearance there and that was a night that you were there right. and it was really cool because besides like having your your music setup which looked more like traditional dj setup and then just jamming out to your guitar <laughs> and those bluesy riffs and stuff yeah uh and like the you know the the vocals are nice and just kind of um god i'm trying to th- it's relaxing, but it's just like kind of floating almost uh-huh. like vocals. Yeah. Uh, but it was really sweet to see you up there just kind of jamming on your guitar, <laughs> just feeling the music, and that was that was yeah. really cool. Um, and so yeah, then we then we talked, and uh, it's just crazy. So explain the name <laughs> first because I, I want to know where the the Tetra came from and why you decided to go with like a music project as the name instead of like an artist. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Good question. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I just, uh, when I first, I mean, I've been doing music for my whole life. I've been in different bands and stuff like that. Um, basically I became interested in electronic music and like performances and shows and like presentation of like, you know, musical energy. And I was like, man, like this would be really fun. I was like, I feel like I could do this, something I could do. And I kind of like thought about it for a while and the name Tetra, um, kind of came to me. I was sort of learning about like sacred geometrical shapes at the time. Okay. And so it kind of like stemmed from like the tetrahedron, which mm-hmm. is like the one I kind of like, I don't know, I just like, I will resonate with that one, I guess. Um, and tetra, I mean, it's a root word, so I really like that. It's in a lot of different words. And tetra, I think by itself means four. Um, so I was kind of thinking about like what like my four, like four points would be if I had so four points. So it would be like, you know, music production, uh, guitar, uh, singing, and um, I, I don't know, the other one is like, my little like cast later thing that I do is just kind of like effects and like okay. I don't know, I was just like, right. so it kind of like encompasses everything I do in that um and then the music project thing like uh it's just kind of a way to like differentiate myself so people kind of like know that that's like my specific name because when you say tetra like it might be like something that you could just forget the word by itself right you might like look up there's a couple other tetras out there so you might look up tetra and not know which one it is so okay. the music project really like defines that one as like that's my thing right okay <laughs> no and it was it was just interesting you know because it, it's in a different episode we we talked about music and the way things have changed and one of the things that someone brought up was uh it's no longer albums everything's a project and then it was really interesting to see <laughs> someone that actually incorporate that and do you does it the name when you say project because that kind of like invokes a feeling that uh ever-changing kind of uh, could be evolving it's not like a defined thing is that something that like applies yeah totally and i think it kind of does a good job of like encompassing all of the different arts that are involved with the music project so along with like making the music which is obviously the main focus i do a lot of other art too so like do some photography and then like that's how I put my album art together kind of like blend pictures so it encompasses like the visual art that I create with it um and then like anything else that like I don't know I just um 
clip together like a music video so like i do a little bit video editing and stuff like that so when i have like some good camera footage i'll maybe like do a promo on a new song and like clip some videos together so it's just sort of like yeah it's like i i sort of like am the mastermind creative mastermind behind like all the art behind the project and sometimes i need help with things obviously like you know hiring videographers and stuff like that but um yeah you can't shoot video and perform i try to like do as much of it as i can by myself that's awesome so what got you in the music like where did that come from um i just i don't know you said like you've been in a couple bands and stuff like that yeah no i've always been into music so um i've been playing guitar since i was 10 so 20 years and i okay. uh, just like i don't know I, I saw one and i touched it for the first time and i was just like ah oh, i need that <laughs> i definitely need that and uh i've just been um doing guitar and like playing i used to play in like bands and like play around like different now um, what kind of music were you playing then um i would do I, honestly i was really <laughs> into like um singer songwriter and like acoustic guitar and i would do okay. like a lot of like worship leading around different churches in the area oh, okay. actually it's kind of how i got my start and just like um playing with um you know friends who also play guitar and like showed me things i, I don't I didn't do great in lessons, so I just kind of, like, didn't learning on my own thing after that. Um, but I just, I've always been writing songs and, like, really interested in listening to music. And, like, um, I'm really good at, like, remembering, like, song names and artist names. Some kind of, like, musical library. I, like, absorb a lot of the okay. different, like, things. And then just sort of, like, rearrange parts that I like and kind of create my own thing with it. So it's, my music is really, like, a reflection of a lot of the music that I listen to. Okay. Yeah. And what led you to... Now, how would you classify it? Because, I mean, you could say it's electronic music or yeah. electronic dance music, depending on... So, lately I've been describing it as, like, <laughs> alternative alternative electronic dance. Okay. Um, it, it sort of has, like, a groovy a groovy vibe, um, but, you know, like, nice upbeat, like, house vibes. You can dance to it, or you can kind of just chill and listen. Um, so, it's it's... It's kind of hard to classify because I'd play a lot of different styles. So maybe like a chill wave, kind of ambient, or like um, it's really m- definitely like melodic, very. Like, oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. very very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I mean, it's it's very chill. Mhm. Definitely. I like to you know like put it on in the car or like you know put it on. In the car is a good place. <laughs> now, just like just settling on the. On this music is just what you just toward it, uh, sort of gravitated to, or I mean, um, there's a lot of different styles. I like I, that always interests me. So like I had another band. It was funny they played like the two guitar players. I was waiting for you to say it, but you didn't. So, but their major influence on why they started playing guitar was Guitar Hero. Oh and, really? <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if they know they <laughs> they inspired a generation of musicians through a video game. But oh, man, uh, cool. like they did like the scream kind of rock and. Uh, you know that's an interesting style to to pick, but you know it's hmm. just what resonated with them and everything. And I just, it's, it's curious yeah. to me, like what gets people to pick those like, yeah. the style of music they go to, like yodeling. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, it's not really something <laughs> I pick. It just kind of comes out. That just way. comes out that way. It's just like I try to like channel energy. Really, I'm channeling like a feeling and sort of putting that together. And um, a lot of my music, I try to write it like relatively like close in time i try not to spend like a whole i mean sometimes you take a little bit longer to work on something but i try to like get the whole idea and the vibe of the song down in maybe like one session or one, right. one or two days you know while that it's way there I'm, like, right really still in the, yeah really still in that vibe and really still in that energy and that's like the best way to kind of like get the whole feeling in there and then lyrics lyrics are always tricky i have to really be feeling inspired to like settle on some lyrics i'm i'm super picky about that okay um so I just sort of take from like what I'm feeling, experiences or situations, something, and just kind of like I, I think of kind of like um, like a hook, and just kind of go right. from there. And sometimes the lyrics are just the hook, and I'll kind of like rearrange and use it as like a sample, which okay. I really like to. I think that's fun. This song is a good example of that. Yeah, very very chill. Uh-huh. It's something you can definitely just put on. So people would listen to this and want to know, especially like idiot, like you just. Alcohol, we. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have to? Do you find it easier to? If or do you? First of all, any. Uh, extracurricular. Yeah, extracurricular. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's good to like explore your interests and your and, and you know like, really, I think it it, com- it comes down to mental health. So you don't don't do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, but for certainly sure. like experience what you feel like is right for yourself. Um, so I, I used to smoke weed a lot and to be, it's funny because now it's like legal here and I like just, I just grew out of it. I'm like, oh man, I don't even (laughs) smoke anymore. (laughs) 
Um, but it's all good and I, I certainly enjoy the aroma and I enjoy being around it. It's not a big deal. Um, and I think, yeah, some of my songs kind of like throw out to that, like some of my older that music. That vibe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, like when I'm, there was, there's been times where I've been under the influence and had some of my most creative stuff. Like mm -hmm. I've sat down and drawn some of the best stuff. Or mm -hmm. I used to, you know, like when I would DJ and put together a mix or something, like I'd be like, man, that transition was great. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, it was on point. Like, yeah, you know, sure. so just curious. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I mean, when I'm like, uh, when I'm playing live, certainly, and usually when I'm writing the music i have to be pretty clear clear-minded clear -minded. yeah it's it's a lot to focus on <laughs> now what kind of equipment do you use so i saw i know yeah. you had the guitar yeah so i well it's kind of like two different setups right so there's my studio setup when i'm writing creating new stuff and like working on the music and then there's the live setup so like in my studio i have a, a desktop computer and everything's kind of plugged into that um like a midi controller it goes through my software um i use uh, mainly logic but i just got ableton so i'm going to try and like maybe okay. incorporate both of those um and then yeah, so I have like um, a, a guitar, obviously, and I plug that into like a, it's like an amp, uh, it's a guitar pedal like amp simulator. So I okay. don't really use an amp, but I have like a lot of different settings that I can really? program. So I program my amp to like basically there's a catalog of like different sounds that go run through my guitar, and it's like um, per song. So I like okay. each song has its own little like setting. Um, and then and then I have a I run a microphone through uh, it's called a Chaosolator. And it's basically like a little um, digital like, like screen, XY pad screen, touch yep. screen that does a ton of different things. Yeah, those chaos pads and stuff. Mm -hmm, they're really the cool. They're super cool. And they do looping. I don't do a ton with the live looping because it gets kind of hard to control. But like I use the vocoder settings a lot to so give my give my microphone some like echo and have some control over that feature right. while I'm playing live. Um, so that's cool. And then when I'm when I'm playing live, I mix things with uh, like a controller, like a deck controller. Right. Um, it's just like a Pioneer, uh, this, like SB2 or whatever. Um, and I run, and it's just mixing in Serato, and I kind of mix the tracks together and transition them, um, and then just like play the parts over them. And that's the fun part because it's like I can just kind of throw those parts in there wherever they feel right at right. that time. You know? so and that's, and that's like thing. what it felt like a little bit. Like you you had this music production part that you did and then right. now you're just like, now I'm just all right, now I'm just going to jam out to <laughs> right. the shit that I put together so I can jam out. Like that's what yeah. it, and that was what was kind of cool because uh -huh. you don't really see something like that where it's like, you know, it's it's always sticking strict to the song, and there might be notes that you're hitting, but it just felt like it was totally organic at the time. Like when I saw you perform, it didn't feel like, yeah, this is the part that goes right here. I'm playing like it just felt like you're just up there fucking jamming, yeah, eyes closed, you know. Well, that's uh, fun because that's that that's kind of like the remixing part that I do. That's like the part that I get to you know have the control over. So the tracks are gonna be played basically the same time, and I'm hearing like same cues and stuff like that, so I know where I am in the song. And then yeah, I just sort of like go with the flow and change things up and get new ideas and kind of that's the fun part i get to like mix it up every time so nobody can really play my music like that and I, every show is like right. completely different different right yeah how uh how, so how long have you been doing the tetra music project um i think this is my fifth fifth year okay. yeah started in business cards are sweet Oh, thank you. <laughs> do you. Do you see that dying? Do you see people not having business cards and stuff mm -hmm. as much anymore? I mean, no, I got some I for this because it's just easy to have a lot of information. Cards. I think business cards are getting cooler. I think they're getting way cooler. There you can are do, some sweet ones. Like mine are, mine are soft, like soft. You can get like different textures. Um, I've seen some really cool like holographic ones. Plastic like, ones. Holographic no, they're square. They're all different shapes. <laughs> I think business cards. And are. they're not too bad to get. I mean, geez, I think no, I got yeah, like 600 for like 10 bucks or yeah. something. I don't think they're good. You know, I got all my links on there, and it's like you're yeah. talking to somebody about your music, and then you're just like, here you go. Right. Check well, it and out. that was why I got them. So, like, if I'm out and I see yeah. someone that I'm like, oh, shit, I want to talk to this person, oh. bam, here you go. It's yeah. got everything on it. Mm -hmm. Look it up. It's legit. I'm not some kind of creeper. Like, you can <laughs> yeah, go and right. listen to multiple it does episodes. Make you look right? more legit when you have a business card. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you can go to the site. Like, that's, the, that's one of the. I had another guest come on, oh. and they're actually their tequila is doing really good. Uh, Teak Tequila, it's based out of Detroit, but it's from Mexico, 100% agave, all that stuff. But it's, it's really good too. Nice. But he's doing good all over the place, and that nice. was one of the when we I had originally invited him to come on was kind of like you're actually doing something. You're not trying to get me to help you mm -hmm. start something. Right. He, I'll I'll come on your show just because you're already doing it. You're not like relying on me, mm -hmm. uh, which was kind of cool. But like. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's it's weird. You know, like you tell someone you're a musician, lots of people are musicians. Mm-hmm. I was like, for me, I was like, yeah, hey, I got a podcast. I'm not some just creep like in my basement. I mean, I am in the basement, <laughs> not a creep, uh, but. You know, yeah, but uh, you're doing a thing for you now. Got, you got equipment on, down here. Plan so. on rooming this out. You know, making this a room and yeah. making it a little more official. Eventually. Well, and that's good. I think it's good to at least try something and focus on get something to a point where you're at least trying and putting it out there. You know, like I think people get really caught up on like the having to need everything to be like perfect right when they start, and it's kind of just like you got to just try it, and see where it goes, and see. Where I, it flows. Ever get any nerves going to perform? Um, certain shows, yeah. I'm yeah. Usually not. Usually not. Like, usually I'm, like, feeling really good and really excited. Um, but if it's, like, <laughs> if it's, like, a big, if it's, like, a big deal, I'll get, like... Where have whatever. you played? Um, I think my, my biggest show that I played to date was, uh, I played at the Magic Stick. Um, I opened for, uh, Closey on April 26th. Okay. Um, so that was really cool. Really awesome opportunity and my first, like, time playing at the Magic Stick. So I played on the patio. And it was super awesome. And then that was actually the the show that I hired the videographer for. Oh. And I just put the recap music video together. Okay. And yeah, it turned out really good. So. Is there anything that we can see or no? Uh, yeah, there's a. It's on YouTube. I, I just put it out on Tuesday. And uh, it's it's like um. It's just like quick little four four minute like recap uh, with that that intro song that I sent to you and put that on there and just kind of like um. So if you just search. Yeah, it's the first one. This one right here. So, um... Probably going to have a commercial. Maybe stick commercials everywhere. <laughs> nope, cool. Yeah, mine, mine should be good. Yeah, so, you know... Now, did you do all the editing, all that stuff, too? Just mm-hmm. had someone shoot it, and then you put it all together? Yeah, I did, yeah. I had I got the footage from them and kind of put it together. Had to, uh... Figure out how to like adjust the lighting a little bit because he like the way he recorded it and the way he gave it to me. He's like, oh, you need to like do some. I had to like learn how to like balance the lighting a little bit. <laughs> but that right. was cool. But that was cool. But uh, it's kind of like clipped it together. He did a great job. Got some really nice footage and there was like just enough like uh, other stuff to right mix in there like flow and flow toys. And it's great because like I love this video because <laughs> all these people in the crowd are like my good friends. You know, like okay. it's like all my like support team. And, it's nice to have like a music video for me, but also like everybody else that's in there too. I just watch it and I get so happy. I'm just like, oh, there's my friends. Oh, there's my friend. <laughs> so it's really nice to just have um, this be like a commemorative like thing from that event too. Cause like it was a pretty big show for me. Good. good. Um, went off good. Yeah, it went great. How do you I, like? I got an encore actually. Really? Got my, that was my first encore. All right. It was really awesome. All right. Yeah, it was cool. That's sweet. Now. Do you see, how do you, well, one, is this, I mean, besides being creative, are you, like, generating any sort of income off of this at all? Um, Because some little, people have swag bit. and stuff out there. Yeah, no, a little bit. I, I obviously don't really do it for the money. Cause, well, I, right. <laughs> um, I, I get, like, I don't know, the, the YouTube, like, I'm not making anything off this. Like, they do ads and stuff, but. Yeah. Putting it out there to get like, you know, people to like understand what my project is and stuff like that. Um, the streaming services give me like a little bit of royalties. It's pretty small. Pretty small. And um, there's another uh, subscription based one that I do called Patreon. Um, basically, you can subscribe and be like a monthly subscriber to me and you get like exclusive content through that page. Really? Okay. Um, and then that's like, yeah, so those people pay like a little bit every month. And that's actually a pretty nice chunk of change. Really? Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, you have to kind of like maintain that and like you know make sure that people are like i mean i I have to like remember to like put stuff up there because like those people are paying me every month they want to like you know have like some kind of interaction with it so i put like previews sneak previews special pictures or just like um mix certain mixes you can only get on my patreon page okay i'm pretty sure the full uh maybe not this set no is the full uh the full set from my sacred vibration set last year i just put that up on my patreon page for my subscribers so that's like kind of like nice exclusive content for them try to like maintain that a little bit so is this a side passion do you have a, a, a day oh, job no, no. or well, is this, this full is, time this you're just is hopefully going to be the full time i do it this is like real time this okay. is like my real time project <laughs> like, real time during the day i do exchange time for a paycheck um i'm a fucking really good barista um, there you go yeah, hey i'm a badass i'm like the best barista so i do my thing you know sling <laughs> smoothies and stuff during the day no shame huh? <laughs> working on them mixes you know but it's actually cool because while i'm at work i can then 
like play music while I'm right. there. So I still get to curate an environment, almost like be DJing while I'm at work. So okay. it makes it like pretty okay. Pretty okay. Makes it bearable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's actually pretty fun. It's fun. It's just funny the conversations I have with people and like I've been working there for a while, so people are kind of always wondering like, what else do you do? And I'm like, oh well, I'm a musician. And then you go and you just talk about it. It's cool. I like keep some CDs that are at the counter and my business cards on there. And people are always like, oh, what's this Tetra thing? I'm like, what? oh, well. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so sell a lot of CDs there, actually. And really? A bunch, a bunch awesome. of my like morning regular coffee guys are like really excited for my new album. <laughs> okay, cool. And that's got to feel good, right? To have like that buzz. And yeah. Was, so, like, and that was one of the things, especially now, like we're six years you know, in age, uh, I think from what, oh. you, what you described, uh-huh. I'm 36. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I just turned 30. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, no, but so like the way things have changed as far as like uh, uh, promotion, self-promotion, stuff like that. Before it was like what you're doing now uh, with the CDs and stuff out, you know, you just kind of always had some of those on deck. But the social media game has changed stuff. And that's why I was wondering when I said like is it the full-time thing because having a uh, the Patreon page sounds like that's, okay, that's work. I got to do that constantly. So how much time do you, do you find yourself devoting to this and like advertising it to get it out, to get people out there to follow your music and, and experience? Yeah, marketing is a huge side of the project too. Um, the fun part is making music. The business side of it is, you know, marketing, putting putting things together, promotions, and um, I do like a lot of like uh, event promotions, flyers, and I'll put like a little flyer together if I'm doing like a, a performance just to have like, you know, my own little promotion kind right. of branding, I guess okay. you could say. Um, and I do, I do put like a, a lot of time into that when I can. Um, I have, you know, when I launch my album, I have to, like, update my whole website and, like, update all the art and stuff associated with my pages. So there's, like, fresh banners, you know, with the album art on my Bandcamp page and on my website. Like, everything kind of has to launch at the same time. So it does take a lot of planning. you got to get that stuff ready and, like, updating, like, uh, you know, your SoundCloud. You want to, like, take some older stuff. I have to, like, take older stuff off so I can put stuff SoundCloud. So that drives me crazy, like, free SoundCloud. I I was able to put, like, two episodes up. (laughs) Uh, And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I pay for, like, a premium subscription, but I still only get, like, three hours of space. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, like, with the I could be paying more and get, like, an unlimited thing, but then it's like, but I'm not really going to be making money off SoundCloud, so I can't, like, I can't, like, justify paying that much for it. Right I, I, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing here. Like I'm already paying one subscription for the site that's hosting everything. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. the, the Podbean is what I use and they, everything, when I post an episode, it created a YouTube channel for me that it posts to, uh, it sends it to Spotify, right? Like, you know, it does oh, the nice. RES, the RSS feed. Yeah. So it updates everywhere, uh-huh. but it creates all these extra little things too, uh-huh. that I don't have to do. It oh, sends nice. it already to Twitter. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's nice because it's got all that integration. I think it sends mm-hmm. it to Facebook as well, like right away. That is so good. it's it's cool how that ties in. But then yeah, I couldn't justify like, but that's paying. That's like a service that you really need. Like uh, SoundCloud isn't really providing you much services other than putting some music up. Right. Um, that's like a service. Like people, you know, you're getting like stuff from that. So, but for, yeah. for this, I pay less than I would have paid for SoundCloud, and I get mm-hmm. unlimited oh, storage. Nice. You know, it does all that. It gives me all the metrics and everything mm-hmm. uh, and all that stuff. And I was like, I couldn't. Like, yeah. I can't pay extra for SoundCloud, too. Yeah, right, You know, right. so I was like, oh, two episodes yeah, no, up there, and I really choose. haven't updated like, Do I pay for my website, or do I pay for my SoundCloud yeah. mm, website? And that's what I did. <laughs> like, I bought the domain name, and I just yeah. redirect it to the hosting site. Nice. Because they let you create a page there, so mm-hmm. it just redirects. But... Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. No, it's nice. There's a lot of, like, services and resources out there for people trying to do stuff like that. You just got to, like, find one that works for you. And yeah, you can't like pay for premium subscriptions to everything. You have to pick and choose. I mean, when you're first getting started, it's like, I, you know, I got to manage that side right. of it too. Yeah. How do you like the, uh, the controllers working with the controllers? Did you ever use vinyl or did you start off on controllers? Um, hmm, no, I've never really used i I've, I'm like just starting to learn how to use CDJs. I understand the theory. I just need to like practice on it a little bit more and it's super fun. It's interesting. I love DJing. Um, I'd love to get better at it. Uh, the controller is just, it made sense to me in terms of like transitioning and it's nice because I have all my music there on my computer and I can, um, I like that controller because I can mix the tracks together without putting headphones on. I can actually right. see them so I can like line them up, um, with my eyes instead of having to like take a, take a second and put headphones on and mix it. It saves me a lot of time just having right. it on a controller, um, setting up like hotkeys and stuff like that. It's really, it's easy for me to understand. And then I can also, um, 
you know, like send like a, a specific like vocal stem or something into there right. and have like cool like effects like uh like triggering like launching samples. And you live. said you what you using Serato with that? Yep, yep, yep. So if I like if I have a track with some vocals on it, I can like export just the vocal track, set up some hot cues and then like remix the sampling that I do live. Right. That's been like fun new like addition to my project that within like the last like year or two. Okay. Yeah. That's what, yeah, I got a controller But it's tricky because, like, I'm doing everything, like, a lot of people run stuff through Ableton, and it right. kind of, like, lines everything up for you on the beat. Like, I'm doing everything, like, manually by ear, so it's, like, you have to have your timing be really sharp right. when you're doing it. Well, like it you like said, that. I mean, it, it turns into a, your performance is different every time, because right. it, it's not just, like, you're going up there, and you're like, all right, here's Pushing the, the tracks, yeah. here's the track, play <laughs> bunch, on that, bunch, and then bunch. I'm just going to play guitar. Right. Like, you're, I've seen you up there, There's okay, a, yeah, you're bringing yeah. everything in, and mm-hmm. you're moving it around, you start playing with your, your uh-huh. uh, if you if you, like quote-unquote mess up or you know miss a cue or something you kind of have to like be creative and like rearrange something like on the right. fly and it's just like well we'll see how this goes so okay. yeah so what's what's next so well what have you done so far so you is this the second album that um, you created no, actually it's my fifth whoa holy yeah. crap <laughs> it's okay. my fifth studio album um yeah it's uh it's coming out august 1st i'm really excited i've been putting it together for a while um it has a lot of like a lot of like life tracks in there from just like a huge like chunk of my life got well in my opinion it's a long time because it's like <laughs> two years and that's like a pretty long time for me to be focusing on one project one thing right yeah um it came together really well uh, i just i kind of like wanted to i had to put the the project together i had to put the album together and really like focus on like trying to finish that project so i could kind of move on um, wanted to put those songs together in like kind of like a collection, um, just kind of like commemorate that, remember that moment of my life and that period. Um, but also like, I have this like question I always ask myself, like if I don't release this song on an album now, like do you think it'll ever get out there? And that's right. kind of like a big thing for me. Like, well, if I have like eight or ten new songs, I should probably think about like wrapping it all up together right. and like putting that out so it actually does get out there. I, you Do you have a, those those unheard of songs that that are just kind of sitting a there? A couple, yeah. There's yeah. a couple songs that never really made it um, made it through. But then, see, it's fun because even if the track is done, but I didn't really have enough time to like write some guitar parts on it or whatever, I still throw those in if I'm doing like a DJ set, which is fun because then that's just kind of like me with my deck and I'm remixing um, my music without the guitar and stuff. So it's right. a little bit like different and i can actually play those songs those different those different musics that you know you wouldn't normally hear during a live set because they don't have a live component to them so that's fun too um, but yeah there are some secret tetris songs <laughs> some, secret, some secret tetris <laughs> there songs. are yeah they're out there for sure but that's cool so they're just kind of like you got the, this back i'm gonna throw a little something that they haven't heard before yeah mix it in and mm-hmm. it's fun yeah it mixes up. i i I literally have a ton of music like i don't know i was trying to figure out like how long i could actually just like play a set for it. and i've done like two three four hour sets before and just played all my original stuff and never really like played something twice so it feels how, good how, so <laughs> how long does it take you to to work out a song generally um like a whole song from start to finish and um it just depends like the production doesn't really take that long the production maybe takes i can focus on that in like a week usually um but sometimes the guitar like playing the guitar i just have to be like in a really good like mood to channel the energy that i want to like fit on that song um but i do love playing guitar and it always puts me in a better mood so sometimes it's like the melodies that i'm writing were like me needing to like transform my energy from like negative to positive and that's kind of like that was that was like what gets you there yeah um and so like my music i feel like it's so up it's very uplifting because i've had to change my vibes from low to high before and i kind of just like figured out how to do that like on my own for myself and like creating music that makes me feel better and then that makes me like want to share it with other people because i'm like well maybe this will help you feel better too like so just trying to have like good vibes and um you know the reflection of my project is a reflection of like me and my message and stuff like that so I try to keep it really positive and like uplifting how long do your sets usually go when you play out um usually usually get booked for like an hour yeah hour and a half is fun you get a little bit more time to like work in some vibes an hour is like i gotta play all my like tetra bangers so people, <laughs> like those staples you know those staples that people would like recognize me by right, right but like the more time you get the more like rare songs you can put in there i think like songs that i don't play what's the longest you ever did the longest set 
probably like two, uh, two and a half, two oh. and a half hours. Get tired doing that? Uh, yeah, it's very tiring, but it, it hurt my it's legs. Exhausting, standing. actually, but um, but it's like a really good feeling. <laughs> um, it's funny because like I was saying about you know when I had to like pull my equipment around. Um, to electric forests and like I was exhausted and I had to pull this like heavy wagon full of my equipment for like an hour <laughs> over to the spot I'm like man how am I gonna play a set now but then like that that like passion and love for it just kind of like gives right. you the energy get to, it like, all set up do it how long does it take you to set up oh not that long no. I can probably set up in like 15 20 God, minutes. things are so much easier when I used to have it looks like a lot of equipment records. when I'm carrying it around it does look like a lot but it's like it's pretty simple pretty simple yeah, yeah. that was I always hated that when I had uh actual turntables and not a controller because uh -huh. oh, like yeah. bal rebalancing the tone arms and cleaning the needles and cleaning the, oh, the yeah. records off the, oh, you know like yeah that. a lot of maintenance yeah there was a lot of mm -hmm. uh a lot of setup and stuff and making sure everything was read and write and mm -hmm. because i rolled with uh uh tractor and final scratch and stuff back uh -huh. when all that came out so i had like records that sounded like a dial-up modem when you listen to the actual tone, but they just the computer read the code, the tone and manipulated the record, so you could scratch with records, oh, but it was all the music on your computer. That's cool. Now that's really common. Like Serato has oh, Serato scratch, I get or is that. it itch? Serato okay, itch scratch. Um, so like that's a really popular thing. Well, not as popular anymore. A lot of the industry seems like it's moved towards controllers. And there's still some turntables out there, but there's so many controllers now, and you can get yeah, controllers yeah. for. You know, only a couple hundred bucks, or you right. can spend a bunch more money on. There's some nuts ones. Mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah, crazy. Like so, so, do you see your setup staying the same, or is there like any technology you see coming out that you're just kind of like waiting and you're gonna? Um, yeah, I'd like to upgrade the technology side of it. I think that would give me a lot uh, more freedom in terms of like remixing the actual like production um, side live, um, and like rearranging my tracks and like mixing them differently as I'm going, or like blending and kind of like blending two songs or something. Um, so yeah, there's definitely like room to grow in the technology department. My equipment is honestly it's pretty old. <laughs> I feel Whatever like works, I'm rocking right? on a dinosaur, but <laughs> but it works for me, <laughs> and I understand it. Um, but yeah, like new uh, new technology is like some of it's just so over my head. I'm like, what? Like, how, how are you? What? Well, like, you you mentioned stems, like you were talking about yeah. having stems, and that's a relatively newer. Yeah. technology yeah, where they like export each part and yeah. then you can do whatever you want with that one like section well section when i when i heard of that one i was like man that's awesome <laughs> because you know like if you wanted to do mashups and stuff it was like trying to turn down the volumes of everything else and kind of mix them unless you could find those tracks separated and now that they're specifically formatting songs mm -hmm. where the vocals the bass the drums mm -hmm. the, you know like the lead or whatever other sounds are all separate tracks mm -hmm kind of awesome yeah. at least to some cool potential yeah it's cool it, it opens up you know the possibilities a lot on what you can do and also a lot to fo a lot more to focus on it's like oh my gosh i'm already focusing on so much but now i'm like trying to like remix other parts of it like it i would love to you know change my setup and and get into like some new technology but it, it's gonna like it would take a lot of like practice like i yeah. have a, like i have a whole music library i'd have to like change over to like a new format so it's a little bit daunting but I know, like, when I'm, you know, having more time to devote to music full-time, I'll probably get, like, a little bit more into that stuff, too. Now, when you record, you, you record at home? I do, yeah. I have a studio at my home. Um, it's pretty good. Um, I just have, like, a, a little, like, preamp um, that I, like, keep on my desk and kind of, like, plug that into my computer when I have a guitar idea. It's, like, everything's just kind of set up right there. Right there. You yeah. can just, on the fly, if it just comes to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the nice thing about having stuff set up at home, because mm -hmm. like you can leave it. All you gotta do is just flip on some just switches, some and you're ready on. to go. Yeah, just turn it on. Yeah, that's nice. Pick it back up where right where it was. Yeah, no, it definitely is easy. It saves a lot of time. Like, no, you set you mentioned uh, with your your pad that you do your sound effects and stuff through mm -hmm. looping. Have you ever played around with that? And what do you think of that? Like the loop artist, that shit mm -hmm. blows my mind. Yeah, actually. no, looping is cool. It's fun. Um, I feel like. I used to do a little bit more with looping. Um, it just gets a little, I think it gets a little messy. <laughs> um, it can. Right. Um, there, well, there's obviously that potential. Lot. Yeah. Um, so I like to like work on having a more polished sound and like a flow music that's kind of flowing forward in one direction. Um, it does sound like, sometimes it does sound like I'm using looping because I use a lot of like, you know. Um, right. Loops that kind of flow into something else. Um, but uh 
really like I use the looping only when I'm like gonna transition into a new song or something and I have been getting a little bit more creative with that too like like trying to find loops that fit interestingly into another song that I'm writing and um so there's that's the part that I would love to get better at. And that's why I'm kind of trying to like learn more on CDJs and stuff and just right. get better at like cutting songs up a little bit and like repiecing them. Um, but then like, I mean, with the program that I'm using, I think I can only really layer up two tracks at once. Gotcha. So it's... Uh, There's a limitation now, there. Yeah, yeah, for now. Like really I need it. The first, speaking of new technology, the first piece that I really need is a new computer, a new laptop. Man, that can make all I'm the a, difference. Yeah, because I'm <laughs> I'm still rocking on my Air, which is awesome and super portable and it's pretty fast and, it, you know, it works for what I'm doing. Um, But if I had like a pro or something, I could pr probably be doing a lot more to be honest. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a huge piece. I mean, that was... When I upgraded all my stuff, that was a component was getting a new computer yeah. that could run everything good mm -hmm. because I was always running a program, uh, <laughs> you know, and then the controller and yeah, it can be a lot of money wrapped up in that stuff. What, uh, what, what's been the, the biggest obstacle you've had to deal with? Like trying to get out there and, and booking shows and stuff. Cause you seem like you're pretty active. So from what I've seen on your social mm -hmm. media and stuff, it looks like you're pretty active. You're announcing shows. Um, what's, what's been the hardest part of all that? Um, let's get really deep here. I think the hardest, the biggest obstacle is just yourself. Like, oh, oh, yeah, most definitely. For most everything things. else kind of falls into place, to be honest. But like, I have to take care of myself and love myself first, and like, and like, be um, balanced, and like, a. It takes a lot of focus on myself to be able to focus on finishing these projects. Like, you can't, you can't work on stuff when you're like unhappy because it'll kind of reflect in your music it won't sound like you put a lot of effort into it so like you know it's just a it's really a balance the obstacle is it's it's not really an obstacle everything's kind of like a step stepping stones you know and um I try not to like let things hold me back or let things stop me I just sort of like try it and try and get it done my way you know what I'm saying like, oh yeah no yeah, I think I, just... I think people like there's a there's that there's always that that fear of failure right like yeah. oh man what <laughs> right, like I, I get that yeah. too because that's that's what I was saying. Like, do you get nervous whenever you perform live? There was I've always had that. Like, man, well, what yeah, if... if you're dropping a new song? It's like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> it's yeah, like it's, it's riding a ride for the first time. It's like, oh god, what's gonna happen? No, <laughs> do you get like a rush good. from that? That's uh, yeah, yeah, I can. Um, I, I think the more I play a song and the more experience I have with it, the more like rush I get from it. Like, a, a, playing it for the first time is always a little like choppy it's always like very like oh I'm still learning that one you know I'm um, still fresh but then like over time if I play a song enough and it really like starts to jive like that song just really like I don't know puts puts me in like this place that's like this is why I do this like right. it just hits the notes just you hit, like, right that, that zen place yeah yeah Man. yeah but so like so besides getting over yourself like is it uh -huh. how what's it been like trying to line up shows I mean do you find yourself like the venues that you are playing mm -hmm. are those mostly like dance parties stuff like that like uh, hmm. like uh, EDM shows and stuff like that or are you playing well, an eclectic range of different yeah it's, it's a lot of different things and luckily my music is kind of like it fits in with a lot of different settings so it's cool I, I play like art shows I played like I've played bars and you know I can kind of fit in anywhere um which is awesome but as far as like booking shows I mean usually <laughs> Usually there's like a period of time. An art well, show, well, sorry, I've, an art show. I think show, your music yeah, like would fit really gallery. good for like. Yeah, I'm I really can see in that. like an art art gallery lounge setting really nicely. Yeah, um, but I mean, like a lot of the times I try to keep my calendar open for other events that people are planning and try to be available when they're like, "Hey, we're putting this show together. You know, we want you on board." And I'm like, "Yes, you know, it's it's nice to be able to say like, oh yeah, I'm available. You know, so I." I I don't really do a whole lot to fill up my calendar. Things I just kind of let things fall into place with that. And the, like, if I don't have a show coming up, I'll work on something else, like work on my set a little bit. And when I have shows coming up, I'll like practice for those shows and like work on my you know muscle memory and stuff and get the get the like music tight. Um, so as you've been doing this five years, you do you see the the shows coming more and more frequently now? Um, it's in my opinion. I mean, frequency is not as important as like the the gravity of the show like if it's a I've, i'm booking less shows but they're bigger shows they're, okay. they're more important and 
it's kind of like a strategy thing i try not to overplay the area so that when i do have a show i can make it a really big really big special thing and invite people and be like hey i'm playing and you know people ask me like hey when you have any shows coming up and it's nice to be like well you know maybe like i got one coming up next month or something like that and not be like oh this show this show there's gonna like line up like five different shows they're just like uh uh maybe i'll make one of those (laughs) like you know, I like to just, like, have them be really, like, special. So, yeah, it's not really... I don't have a ton... I, the thing is, like, usually when festival season comes around, which is kind of right now, um, I get a little bit busier. Um, next month, I have a show, like, almost every weekend. Okay. Um, which is exciting. But I had July off, which was great, because I, like, got to finish my album and then just kind of, like, take a break. And, like, now I'm working yeah, on Yeah, what'd you go? You, you, you went up and stayed by a lake in a tent? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was t- I was camping in my parents' backyard. Actually, it was okay. really fun. No, it was nice because I grew up there in that house, so it was nice to just kind of like reconnect with like my childhood energy. And I did some stuff that I really love to do, kayaking. Like enjoyed summer a little bit. Right. It was weird actually not having any shows booked for July because I was like, oh wow. But do you, I mean, do you find that that happens often? You get so no, no. <laughs> no well, last saying, summer I was like, you're so, so busy working that you yeah. don't take that time. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm a big proponent of that. Like. Yeah. As much as you're trying to accomplish, you always have to take that time to like recharge and just unwind and mm-hmm. not focus on all those things. It's super important to take time off. Because sometimes yeah. you get your like, you get best ideas like... or you just mm-hmm. kind of re- recharge, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good to like um, balance as everything. You have to put time into your other hobbies too. It helps like keep keep your mind in balance it helps keep your music in balance so what else do you do what are your other hobbies yeah other than kayaking <laughs> i'm super into rollerblading right now <laughs> i love rollerblading roller yes I roller isn't it funny that was like over. everywhere for so long <laughs> I know. and then it's like I'm now people are back. like rollerblades roller blade, roller like you never see anybody on skates or rollerblades <laughs> anymore unless you go Except to a rink <laughs> Well, that's actually what happened. I, um, my friend uh, Lizzie was having a birthday party, and she was like, "We're gonna, you know, go out. We're gonna go to this roller rink, and blah, blah, blah. And I had so much fun at the roller rink. Literally, the next day, I went out and bought rollerblades. I, I like, got rollerblades in my in my garage right now. You should get on them, man. I used to, uh, I used to live in a trailer park, and I couldn't, and I did deliveries, and I had this oh, big nice. box truck, yeah. and I wasn't allowed to park it like in my driveway uh-huh. and stuff, right? So no commercial vehicles, so I would park it yeah. down the street in a parking lot, mm-hmm. and yeah, I would bring my rollerblades to work, and then mm-hmm. I would rollerblade home, and I'd rollerblade in the morning to the truck, and then yeah, that's totally what I do. Sometimes I have to work downtown Ann Arbor, and it's like really hard to park there, so I have like my out of the town parking spot that's always like open and free, and then I just put my rollerblades on. Mm-hmm. And Skate to work. It's like super yeah. easy. It used to be. I used to skateboard a lot more, but then. Oh yeah, I love. I like skateboarding, but it's dangerous, man. It I is, fall. It, it can be I don't dangerous. have good. <laughs> Rollerblades are just they come way more naturally to me. So yeah, I like I like um, adventure sports. Adventure like, sports. I like snowboarding, rock All climbing, right. being outside, and just yeah. I'm not climbing walking. any rocks like right hike, now. Hiking and walking. Well, climbing. We is. do we do backpacking. My son and I yeah. will go backpacking. Uh, used to snowboard a lot, skateboarded a lot, mm-hmm. uh, before I was this felt bigger. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, um, no, yeah, I've always been in that stuff. I really yeah. wish I could wingsuit fly, like, oh, one man, time before be I go. Would yeah, be amazing. I like, I like thrill sports like that, too. Like, sky, I've been skydiving. <sighs> Obviously, I've never done skydiving. And, and to, like, do the wingsuit, I mean, technically, you're supposed to do, like, 200 skydives oh, before, really? before you can, like, start doing the wingsuit yeah i mean that stuff is pretty dangerous if you think about oh, it yeah. you're like flying through the air you're I gonna know, land it looks somewhere so awesome. like yeah yeah i mean that feeling of being able to like kind of fly cool. yeah it would be sweet what uh would you ever go surfing yeah 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 um i'd like to try it I, pro- I probably wouldn't be super good at it because i feel like it's more closer to like skateboarding than like i i'm, I'm into wakeboarding into wakeboarding but okay. like Having Never your wakeboard, feet always not strapped into something is like challenging because, like, when my feet are strapped in, I have a lot more control. Control, but yeah, it feels and like it's I'm more like a part of you. Standing on it, I'm just sort of balancing, and like, I'm not not great at balancing. That's what I always liked about skateboarding was the the amount of like technical skill of like for one yeah. you're you have to like, controlling yourself the but then you, the, but then you have to control this board and manipulate it. And, oh yeah, like to see some of the tricks. Like I'm always liking and. Oh yeah, and posting skateboard videos and stuff like. No, I love that. I love watching skateboard videos. I actually was thinking it would be fun to like get some like footage of some bunch of skateboarding and like put a music video together with that. Like that's definitely like one of my uh, goals eventually. Put a little skating video clip together. That'd be awesome. Not me skating, like... unless I'm. <laughs> but it, it is. It's crazy, and 
it's just I've always slow motion kick flips. like so much awe for <laughs> for the the tricks that yeah. people can pull off. Totally, like it's it's crazy, but uh, yeah, I've I've always been into that kind of stuff too, and uh-huh. I got into like paintball. And now oh, I'm okay. in, into fishing. My actually, my son was just bugging me about paintballing. He worked last week for the first time in his life. Um, he worked with my dad tearing down and rebuilding some decks, and he's got some money now. Now he's got like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got all this money. I got two hundred dollars, Dad. You know, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna. Do... <laughs> he thinks he's hot shit. How old is he? So he's fifteen. Oh, uh, so two hundred dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, fifteen, 15 right? But so that. now he's like, oh, I'm gonna go buy a paintball gun. I'm gonna buy a couple paintball guns. I'm like, whoa, kid, <laughs> easy here. You know, oh man. Paint like the cheapest paintball. The idea like, of playing paintball sounds fun, but I probably just hide. Have you never done it? I don't want to get <sighs> shot. <laughs> I I did it once like back in the day but i think i was just hiding behind a tree the whole time See, that's one of the things like i wish i would have i would have gotten into sooner in life like i wish there was yeah. a there's quite a few things like backpacking i wish i would have done more when i was a kid like we always went camping and stuff uh-huh. like the backpacking part is really fun yeah we started off with a tent now we got hammocks we got, oh, like nice. a whole hammock tent system thing going on nice, that's um fun. but then the paintball man i got into that like i don't know i think he was like four years old or something i I don't even remember why like i was at walmart or something and ended up (laughs) in the sporting good aisle and was like you know i'm gonna get a fucking paintball gun (laughs) so i bought a paintball gun and sent pictures of it to my buddies and they were all like yeah let's go play paintball pretty badass really (laughs) man the places that we so there's this place in michigan like south of ann arbor um in pickney Oh it's, yeah, it's called no. Hell Survivors. I know, yeah, I grew and up that over place there. That place is about. insane. Yeah, they get really like thousands of people yeah. show up. It's uh-huh. like being in like a crazy war. <laughs> and it was funny. My buddy came with us when we went the first time, and after we got done, he was just like, "Thanks so much for taking. This is fucking amazing. Like, <laughs> nice. thanks so much." And so my son, he wants to go there. I've been there a couple times, and now he's all about it. He's like, "Oh, dad, we're going to pick yeah. me, right?" I'm like, eh. "Yeah, paintball's really big out there." <laughs> Just you, you pass school this year, and then we'll go. We'll go to Pickney, because he wants to do that stuff. He's got Nerf guns and stuff. He just bought a new one yesterday that he's been shooting me with. Oh, a Nerf gun. Yeah, oh, this man. one. Sh- this one shoots like little Nerf balls. Actually, it it stings a decent amount. Yeah, it's pretty uh, crazy. <laughs> so what? Uh, with the. What is the lift us up preview that you gave me? Is this off the new one? Oh no, that's brand new. I just worked on that oh. yesterday. Oh. Uh, yeah, I just put this together yesterday. Um, so like usually they say like, okay, don't play like a preview of something before it's done. But I try not to like let people tell me what to do all the time. So you can go ahead and play it. <laughs> it's a work in progress preview. It's gonna be pretty rough. Like these are just kind of my raw ideas. Okay. Um, but I figured it'd be fun to share something like brand spanking new that is fresh this is probably going to be um like incorporated into the august shows that i'm playing okay. um, what do you find inspires you like what what like is there any one thing that you can go to you're like man i pe- think people inspire me different yeah. people friends um yeah i get inspiration from like just life and what's happening and um this song so it's called lift us up um the lyrics are love will lift us up love will lift us up again and uh it's a really pretty and like meditative and like peaceful song um actually i'm working on this this is a piece i'm working on for my friend meg um i told her i would like make a song for her because she drew me the um the little like anime cartoon character of the tetra thing mm-hmm. that i use on my promos super awesome i freaking love it she did such a good she's a great artist if you guys will check out megan stoker really really good artist um different mediums but um she's She's awesome. So I, I wanted to put a song together for her. And I, I we hung out on Friday, actually. Um, and they, they're in town. Uh, she lives in Arizona, so she's oh, okay. in town. In yeah. town. Right. She was in town. So we hung out on Friday, got to hang out. And then, like, Saturday, I woke up and, like, felt really, like, I don't know. I just was like, oh, there's a song in there. I want to like, get it out. So I, like, worked on this song. And then, like, I was listening to it. And um, she... She was um, telling me that her friend actually got into, like, a pretty bad car accident. And um, she texted me this morning and actually said her friend didn't make it. And and I was, like, listening to this song on the way here. And I was just like, man, like, this is your song. Like, this one's for you. Like, it's just... I could just tell, like it was just the vibe. It was like, man. I... What What do you usually start with? Like, does it start with the guitar most times, or? Mm, no, I put the guitar in a little bit later. Um, I don't know. Usually, maybe like a, 
I'll have to like start some things and then mute them and then start some other things and then kind of go from there. So usually like maybe drums. Drums is a good place to start. I like percussion and drums a lot. Okay. Um, so maybe start with that and then get like some like uh, textures going, like um, maybe like a stringed instrument or a pa- uh, keyboard or something. Like uh, I use um, like uh, electric pianos a lot. I really okay. like those. Yeah, yeah, nice like mellow, groovy, jazzy sound. And right. That kind of fits well with like the instrumental like. Um, it's more like a tribal tribal sound like the kalimbas and like the like right, I use right. a lot of like you know ethnic instruments different okay. things give it like a world sound and then pull it in with like the electric uh, piano I think that sounds okay. really cool together no it's um, definitely uh, guitar and vocals usually comes in like like later those are the well yeah I can see the vocals like yeah, I, I, I'm always curious like for me like if I ever try to write stuff I would have to have the music I think to kind of like bring the feeling out mm-hmm. of me to, to yeah. do the vocal part mm-hmm. if totally. i could sing but i can't <laughs> yeah i, I play true. harmonica gotta, a little bit you gotta like well vocals are fun because you can kind of fit them in anywhere so if you have just like a couple of words that you can say you can kind of like figure out where they fit and then like mess around with that and that's always like, pretty easy um, do you ever feel like with the guitar you're just like you're singing through the guitar oh totally that's actually that's exactly what i do um sometimes if the like some of my songs have lyrics but i'm not singing them i'm playing them right so like they're there still like i'm singing them in my head but playing them that's where like a lot of that emotion comes. that's always been like what i've loved about guitar just like you see people or just having songs where you Mm -hmm. can just feel the emotion Mm -hmm, totally especially like i used to joke with my buddy all the time i was like if i was ever in a band i just want to be the guitar solo guy that's all (laughs) i want to do that's my only purpose there is just to fucking just wail and do the guitar solo yeah just to shred it just (laughs) put it all out there in the guitar like that because there's so many examples of just that awesome and that's what you know could see when you were performing it just Mm -hmm. looks like you're just feeling the Mm -hmm. the vibe and just going with it Mm -hmm, yeah yeah it's cool like i feel like some parts really have room well and that's when i'm when i'm producing my music i usually like leave room for the lead because obviously that's going to be the guitar in there if there's too much lead and then you try to put guitar with it it's like there's too many like too too much going on pulling your attention so you know you have the lead but then like i try to have a good balance of like um rhythm like playing rhythm guitar and then like switching into like the lead part the melody like solo part right well yeah how do you do you uh i'm not very good at shredding to be honest no i just sort of like play in patterns and like like slide in patterns and stuff like that i'm not i can't i can't shred it bro how <laughs> but you could if you, uh, you look my I fingers can't play aren't that fast man no? i'm not talking about like melting your face <laughs> off the oh, solos well, like yeah no i just can, like like songs that I can really make it. You feel those notes. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing. Is that's I'm the, sort of like a the thing I love. Notes. Like you'll hear that note because like that was my intention. Like know? I've gotten more into like blues and stuff in mm-hmm. my old days just because of the like the emotion behind it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like one one album I can think think of is uh, shit. Now I can't think of it. Red Hot <laughs> Chili Peppers, Stadium <laughs> Arcadium. The oh, nice. just because Frusciani on that one just like started just letting go and just uh-huh. doing these like super emotional solos at the ends of the songs and stuff and it was just like man i love that oh man like you get the goosebumps and shit yeah like that part that's part i love and that's what i love for music and i mean it's it's cool that you get to be able to create something that's emotional for you and that Mm -hmm. has something that brings brings and elicits an emotion in someone else Mm -hmm. like is that is that feel like is that the the best part or like what what do you what do you think brings you more joy the fact that you get you're creating this and you're putting it out there or the fact that people are receiving it hmm i mean i love like hearing how you know people are affected by my music or i'm just like somebody like oh man your music made me feel this your music made me feel that that is that is definitely a very satisfying part of it um i would still make the music if nobody was listening to it (laughs) so it does still bring me joy but it's very like um exciting that other people like feel something from it too um i don't know which is more fulfilling i'm or you know they're both yeah it's both awesome <laughs> it was i mean that was that was a cool part of djing was just yeah. like controlling the mood of the room and totally seeing how you could shift it there was a lot of other frustrating things too like people requesting songs oh and acting like you should have every song ever made <laughs> uh, yeah that part was always tough to deal with <laughs> what uh any crazy show stories like what's the craziest show you've ever done um crazy show <laughs> like nothing ever crazy going on 
uh, I don't know. Um, uh, maybe this one show I did, Barnyard Boogie, that was pretty wild. Um, there was like seven stages and just like huge, big, like underground rave thing out there by Chicago and just like huge, huge crowd and people like all over the place and just like stages like tucked in everywhere. That was pretty wild pretty wild yeah wild times how far is the the farthest you ever gone the trail like how far have you um, traveled for a show for okay within the tetra project uh i've played in florida that was really the farthest place i played yeah um did a festival called zen awakening festival a couple really? years ago awesome and, um another one called mind body soul so sometimes i travel down to florida okay um and then like outside of the tetra project i actually got to go to costa rica one time uh, with the church group and like be like percussion play music down really in costa rica. So I did how a was costa rica? costa rica oh, it was the best really was, like how, how old were you when this all that uh i think i was like 15 16 and I was like down there, like playing djembe and like doing puppets and stuff with this sick church group, and we were like touring around. But yeah, the music was fun. It was fun. Now, was that so? Like you brought up the the church group. Like, is that a part of of the music thing, or I mean, um, I mean that's part of like where where I started. And I think you know it does still kind of correlate because like okay, so I was like kind of in like a worship leader situation, you know, growing up when I was learning how to play acoustic kind of took a break um went to college um discovered electronic music and just like energy without like so you know you sort of still have the spiritual side of it um without the like religious um tie right but definitely still like a spiritual like um worship leader quote unquote i mean i would say it it it's something that i've been doing it's something that i keep doing something i'll probably always do is just like that sort of like leading of your energy into like uh you know lifting your spirit up and like yeah it's um i think it's a good intention you know playing music with a good intention after after releasing this this album what's what's next what are you what is the the big focus are you like how long in between do you go so projects um, do you like already have stuff you're already working on that could potentially be another one or like uh, do you no. take like certain take, take some time take some time to just like let some new music happen um so before i made this just that song we just listened to i had like another exercise that i kind of put together it was like basically a full song but it was more of like an exercise just to get back into it back into production um really the so other than like my upcoming august shows which are pretty much already set um i'm gonna probably be planning my next event um okay. i do an event called future dream um, so this is going to be the third, uh, the third year for Future Dream okay. that you put on. Yes, I host the show. Okay. Yeah, I present the show, put the lineup together, put all, put all the art together, and host it. And um, so I'll probably be focusing on that. It takes a lot of time to. Yeah, I was going to say, how hard is that? Like getting it other takes months, people months, to, months con- to put it together. You got to commit so to it. So basically, too. I'm in the stage right now where I'm like asking um, if people are available on the date that I picked, trying to like see right. and feel out like what the lineup will be like. So and I have like. You know, people that I've already, like, confirmed with. I'm like, put this date in your calendar. You're going to be there, you know. And then, like, just trying to see. The thing about putting events together is, you know, be on top of stuff. Reach out to people and, like, try to make, you know, your ideas happen. And be super conscious about your budget. Do not spend money on anything that you don't absolutely need, you know, right up front. And then sort of just let things fall into place. And don't have too much, like, control over like you know we need this we need that like whatever happens happens just let it be and let the magic kind of like come in together by itself um and that's i think what's made um my future dream events in the past really special is just just like bringing the right people and then just kind of letting it happen Um, and where do you end up playing is that like what kind of venue uh, the first year we did Future Dream, it was uh, like a camp out um, at okay. this little private um, property. They had like a stage on their property and it was a little cam- <laughs> little camping festival, like 200 or less people. I'm just like picturing cool. just a stage in the middle of a field, like <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. It was just, cool. The guy really? had a, like a cool like little amphitheater in his yard and like a nice, really nice stage built on it and like an art barn. Um so they, they had, like, we actually had two stages. There was, like, a, the stage that we set up inside their art barn, which was really cool for, like, nighttime and, like, okay. people chilling, trying to be dry at night. Right. And then we had, like, kind of, like, an open field, like, jam stage. It was more of an open field, but it wasn't, like, a huge field. It was, like, a, a big yard. Now with that, how how scary was weather 
for that one. Uh, the weather was all right. It was a little rainy. I mean, but on the le- first leading day. up to it, do you find yourself like checking the weather? Like, oh, oh, oh. Kind of, oh. yeah. I mean, we did do it on the west side. It was in South Haven, so you know the weather's going to get bad out there. <laughs> There's always crazy storms on the west side. I know that. So we did it at um, South Haven at Waxwing Studios the first year. And then last year, we tried to do the camping festival again, um, but it didn't come together, and I had to actually postpone it. Um, it just kind of ran out of time to plan it well. Right. And out of respect for everybody, I don't like to throw a shit show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to be respected as an artist. I would be mad if somebody invited me to, like, a thing that wasn't, like, set up properly. <laughs> okay. So we postponed it. And I it's was half-assed. Like, don't invite you. I was kind of bummed. Yeah, I was bummed. I was like, man, I really hope we get it to go. And then like, people kept asking me about, like, we're still interested. We still want to do it. And I was like, all right, cool. So we set it up. And we did it at Tangent Gallery last year in December. It ended up being just a one-day event with the two stages, kind of like a longer event, pretty like pretty full lineup for like a one-night thing. And uh, and that event was awesome. It was so fun. We had like the whole uh, Tangent Gallery just had art and like installations everywhere and just like music, both stages going all night. And everything went really smooth. Um, we, we I usually plan my events to like raise some money for charity okay um so that one we raised money for uh warm the children uh fund basically like supplying like coats and warm clothes for children who need them in michigan like Excellent. it's really cold yeah, here it's it cold um and then the first the first year we actually did one for like uh it's the great lakes alliance so we kind of raised money to like okay. donate to like a com- uh, group who keeps the great lakes like clean can cleans the beaches and like you know hires people to like maintain that and water and stuff um, so this year I had kind of a different idea I was, and I'm, I'm going to try it out and see what people think about it. I think I want to, um, have like the artists on the lineup, pick a charity that they, wanted that raise they money want to, for. so like, so okay. there'll be like a couple different charities that we're all kind of like trying to raise money for and we'll kind of like, I think that's a cool idea. Right. So the, yeah. I mean, the, it, it gives a little bit more of like, you know what, you guys pick one, mm-hmm. maybe their fan base is more in line. Maybe they know someone in their personal life that's going through something yeah, or exactly. has gone through and there's yeah. a charity related to that. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yeah. So, you know, trying that out. And um, there's um, still kind of up in the air where the venue is going to be. So uh, we'll have that announcement when it all comes together. But it could be in like one or, two, one or a couple places. So it's exciting. I try to, I try to like plan it a little bit bigger, a little bit better every year. And it's awesome because I feel like I'm um, doing music. I have a lot of great connections, people like artists and uh, VJs, visual artists, yep. people like, I mean, it's great when you just like, it feels see, so that... good to set up an event where everybody can just bring their art and, and post it. And like, it just makes this like beautiful, beautiful event. Is, is, is the, the VJ thing still, <laughs> still going? Like, Oh, it's getting better. Is it, is it because <laughs> I know for a little they bit, there was like, so the, much cool stuff. there was like the, the video DJ thing happening for a little right. bit. And then it didn't, I've, I haven't heard as much about it lately as it so was when you're before. So like, VJ, are you thinking like people mixing music videos together? Well, that it's was like definitely the, evolved a lot. It, right. And it's, I would expect it has. It's like live graphic manipulation okay it's it's crazy what they can do in the if you think like photoshop you have a bunch of different layers and like how you can manipulate each layer in the picture that's basically what they're doing but like real time like video you know display and like really nice beautiful graphics and like you can sort of like it's basically like a loop of a video that's like looping and you sort of manipulate now are they also something. playing music to that or or do they do um, like the visuals while someone else is doing the music yeah usually Nowadays. the visual artist is not really in control of the music yeah. they're just kind of following it gotcha um but yeah i think some people do do both like i'm pretty sure spangle does the music and he's also doing the visuals too which is why his shows are so weird <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man so the, the craziest one i saw system of a down when i saw them at Ozfest a long ass time ago oh, yeah. they had some crazy visuals <laughs> like a lot of bands will go yeah. up and they'll just have like their logo or something right. or, you know like a couple different things change uh-huh. theirs was some bizarre shit yeah like deer I dance i think it. it was like running through <laughs> the woods and stuff all like frantic and yeah it was crazy oh man but uh, so that's that's hit. We hit an hour there. Um, cool. I want to ask you, what recently has just made you say, "What the fuck"? What's been your "What the fuck" moment recently? Um. <laughs> you ever get those? Just like what? The- I honestly what? had a really fucking weird dream the other day. <laughs> I woke up. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, I don't know. My dreams are usually pretty like consistent, but every now and then you get some weird shit going, and you're just like, "What the fuck." So that's really, I mean, 
reality is pretty crazy. We live in a it weird place. It is crazy. Things are getting very weird. I try to just, you know, focus my energy on where I want to see. Like, I try not to, you know, I've checked the news, but I try not to give it too much, too much? energy. You know, I try to just, like, it's hard. live my life. There's be a lot of negative shit out there. Try to just, like, uh, spend time with people. You know, I like to have, like, you know, time with people, time with myself. Try not to focus on my what the fuck shit. happened don't yesterday. put your energy into that crazy shit like don't even don't even participate in it you know i hear you my what the fuck was yesterday oh yeah recently i said what the fuck so my son is 15 and uh he likes to lie quite a bit and he does some sneaky stuff right oh. so <laughs> so like a few few weeks ago we got in some trouble we we're like you're not staying home alone anymore you're going to someone's oh, house man. during the summer right so then he started working <laughs> with my dad this last week and so he's been coming home before any of us get home and you know it's like okay you can watch tv make yourself some lunch whatever and it's so stupid but last night my girlfriend's going through the cupboard and she sees that there's this bag of cookies that's like almost gone and we had them they were like these big graham cracker cookies with chocolate on one side and we had marshmallows and we were gonna go have mm, have a fire good. and make s'mores <laughs> and that's what they were for mm. and they're like they're almost and i had a couple i'm not gonna lie like i ate a few of them right <laughs> but th- the last time I ate any, it was down to like half. Now it's down to like only three, <laughs> three left, right? Oh, and and she's like, "Jay, did you eat these?" And I'm, "No, I didn't eat these." Dylan, did you eat these? No, I didn't eat them. Okay, and this is how bad things have gotten. We have a security camera in our in our <laughs> oh, no. in our living room area. Uh-huh. It, it sees basically it's right by the door wall. It uh-huh. sees the front door. It sees the back door. So it sees that main entrances to my home. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also it's to watch him, and. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, I didn't eat those. I didn't eat those. Check the camera. You can go check the camera. I didn't eat them. Check the camera. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, I'm telling you right now, if I check this camera and I see what do you think is going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. I mean, I did have one, but nothing. I mean, and we're like, wait, you just told us you did it. And like, it's, so the what the fuck for me was, is we've been going through this so much. And he always wants to bring up like, you guys will never let me, I can't go to my friend's house. You won't let me leave the street. I can't go to my friend's house because I can't trust you in my own house. Well, you never know if you don't try. You guys don't ever try. So like last night, oh, it was just like, what the fuck, man? We keep trying. And it's like, <laughs> cookies, you lying about stupid cookies. I'm not mad about the cookies. I'm mad about you lying. Yeah. But yeah, that was what the fuck. Oh. Anyway, Kids. we can wrap this up. This is the get up. Uh, again, Kim, Tetra Music Project, what are your sites? What do you got coming up? Anything yeah. you want to announce? Yeah, check out um, coming up. I have two awesome shows lined up. Um, Great Lakes Flow Festival. That's the first weekend of August. Um, it's up there in Salt River Acres. It's going to be an awesome festival for like flow arts, a bunch of music. I'm playing on Saturday there. And then uh, right after that will be, um, it's the... Uh, marvelous uh detroit art emporium um featuring chris dyer he's coming to paint a live uh, mural in uh at the tangent gallery so that's august 17th where's the tangent gallery at uh tangent gallery it's in detroit um off of like milwaukee street all right cool i work um, downtown right, kind of by the russell okay and oh, really right. really awesome spot the Chan- tangent gallery is sweet and they they're gonna really have it decked out for this event they're bringing in like a portable half pipe there's gonna be vendors all over outside stage a bunch of my friends on the lineup it's gonna be a really fun all-day event check out uh, marvelous detroit art emporium uh, august 17th so yeah that's what i'll be excellent great well again thank you very much for coming yeah. out and yeah, talking to me. me and oh yeah no no doubt um look forward to seeing what else you're doing next and uh that's the get up thanks for listening thanks for listening to the get up Make sure to check out thegetupshow.com for more information on this episode's guests. While you're there, check out other episodes, leave a comment, or if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, shoot an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Don't forget to follow, like, and share on Facebook at The Get Up Show Podcast. Follow on Instagram and Twitter at The Get Up Show and subscribe to The Get Up YouTube channel. The Get Up is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts.